terrible. Welcome back to Made in March, a College Hoops podcast. We are here on Friday, November... 15th. 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 Um, after a very, very stacked weekend of college... Not weekend. Week. week. My bad. Of college hoops. Um, of course, quick reminder, follow us on Instagram at made underscore in underscore march underscore podcast. Three underscores. There are three underscores, yes, of course. And um, we're going to start it off uh, by talking about the Gavit tip-off games. Big East versus Big Ten, which, as you know by now, is a very big talking point in this podcast. So the opener came Monday, where my Hawkeyes got absolutely embarrassed and ran out of the gym by DePaul. And DePaul? I feel like this one needs to be talked about. <laughs> it, does, more. it does. Hey, but I'm not going to be one of those guys that just because his team got beat, I'm going to say, oh, DePaul's a team to watch out for. They, they are undefeated right they now. They are but at the a same- team to watch out for. In what? They look so good. Cricket. Rank okay. Iowa. Rank DePaul. They are 4-0. Rank them. <laughs> Rank them, baby. Iowa is not a team. Their defense is Okay, I mean, shit. it's still impressive it to go on the road and blow out a Power 5 conference team by what? That led the Big 20, Ten in, 20, in points per game last year. So, just saying. Iowa has no defense. No they, no, they don't have defense. <laughs> they have negative defense. Negative defense. Defense, defense uh, appears to be an issue. Gives up so many points that it becomes negative points. That made zero sense. <laughs> Anyways, that was just an absolutely, utterly embarrassing so that was a loss kickoff. for Iowa. Yeah, and then, and then the next day we had a game that me and Alex were thought was going to be a big game. I thought that when they won this game, the Gavit tip-off game was almost decided because I knew it was going to be close this year. Two pretty evenly matched conferences. Uh, Michigan beat Creighton, and that, and that was seemed to be a big game. Uh, Captain Hook and Xavier Simpson and Xavier Simpson rolled by 79-69. to 69. And then... I feel like... Michigan's kind of being slept on this year. I I would agree with that. They Tes- have yeah. Teske's really coming into his own this yep. year. And for all of you that remember Mo Wagner, his brother Franz Wagner is a freshman on the team this year, and wow, he's going to do nothing but improve at Michigan. Does he get any minutes as is? I don't think so. Uh, I, I doubt it. I I believe he gets some minutes. He played um, approximately zero minutes against Creighton. Ooh. <laughs> he, he played some minutes. He played some minutes against the mid-major schools. I know that. Okay. But. You know, up forty. Yeah, but they they got David Julius, Eli Brooks. Those are two two big guards coming off the bench that I think can be key down the stretch. Because unlike Xavier Simpson, they can shoot threes. Believe it or not. What's happening with Creighton this year? I mean, Creighton. They were going on the road. They got a lot of returning guys actually, which is why I thought they'd they'd win this game. I mean, they got returning guards Tyshawn Alexander and Mitch Ballack, uh, great leaders on the team. Creighton's a very good three point shooting team. Live or die by the three. I mean, they were up three at half and just. Just couldn't hold on. Yeah, and then a game that I thought Minnesota would win, they actually lost that same night, Tuesday night, to Butler, 64-56. to They did lose a lot of people. Uh, the only people from last Amir year. Amir Coffey. Amir Coffey. I loved yeah. Amir jo- Jordan, Coffey. Jordan Lynch was really good. On oh, that guy, that guy was there for years. Yeah, they, and this he year. He was there in the Middle Tennessee loss. This year they got Oturu as their center still, but other than that, yeah. it's, it's not too many returning players Oturu. for Minnesota. So... And Butler's not this. Like, this might be a Butler's not a great team. Yeah, this, Butler's got one good player. This might be a football Butler's year for Minnesota. Believe it. Believe it or not, this might be yeah. a football year for Minnesota, which I never thought I'd ever say. But you know, it's a football a year for Minnesota. School, well, their football team is what the football team is nine and zero right football now. School, so, football school, Minnesota. I mean, let's give some credit to Butler in this one. Kamar Baldwin, their leading scorer, scored twenty seven on an impressive night, shooting ten for twenty four. 
and also hit two threes. Uh, I'll swing this one over to Wesley for his orgasmic reaction as number 16 Ohio State trounces Villanova 76-51 on Wednesday night. It was a dominant performance. I don't think, I think Villanova was under 15 points, I think, until about like three or four minutes, something like that, left in the half. It was, they just dominated. I mean, Villanova couldn't hit anything, but Ohio State did play a good defensive game. They got up big, and once they're up big, I don't think there's any way people are catching them. They got dominant players in the post. Then they did have Andre Wesson, the senior brother of the Wesson brothers, who was out. I don't think he's that the good worst brother. Player. We must add the worst. The worst brother. I agree. Yeah, but not, not bad. That not player, bad. But Caleb. he is a big player, and he's good. And then the rebounds. I mean, big body and large arms does equal rebounds. No question on that. Um, I think they'll be a good team coming down the stretch. I hope they'll get into the top ten soon, so people stop overlooking them. Sort of a true them. statement win, if there was any. Although I must add that Jay Wright's team always kind of trips up in the Gavit tip-off games. He'll, he'll get them rolling come March. I have no doubt about that. Yeah, uh, there was also a big dunk this game. I would look it up, Ohio State, dunk over Villanova, or head over to the March Madness Instagram account and look at the dunk because it was nope, exceptional. you are not allowed to promote any other Instagram accounts except for ours. Well, I'm just saying this dunk was all over the place, and it was some, something to behold, and it was just big Big-time momentum for Ohio State. There was never a doubt in the second half that Villanova would come back into the game. So, uh, Never forget last year in the tournament, Ohio State. Uh, they went up against Iowa State in the first round. Correct statement. I think I was the only one to pick Ohio State. I feel like we've already and, mentioned this. And this is a team I will, be, <laughs> I will be picking again. I think Ohio State is a real Final Four contender, and they've got some great players on their team. A bold prediction that I actually agree with. What do you know? That same night, we had another upset, Marquette over Purdue, 65-55. Let's let now, Alex talk about now that. Now, Alex was at this game, so we can hear what he observed and what he has to say. I mean, it didn't look too hot from the beginning. Purdue started off on a 9-0 run until Marcus Howard got the offense going. Uh, we found secondary scores, transfer from Utah State. Uh, Kobe McEwen was our, indeed our leading scorer, which a, r- I, a rarity for Marquette. I did not think would happen once this season. But, uh, yeah, overall, good comeback win. We held Purdue to um, 17 points in the last 22 minutes of the game. Big statement win for Marquette. Don't sleep. We would also like to shout out Theo John, a, uh, a fan favorite um, um, in, in the Maiden March <laughs> podcast. Uh, he played great defense that game. That's about you know, He's an Theo, absolute unit. Theo, he is an absolute <laughs> menace out on the basketball he court. Strong. He's never going to put up huge offensive numbers, but just got to shout out the guys who just live in the trenches down there. Uh, and then a big win on Wednesday night that nobody expected, especially after they lost to Merrimack, which is a D1 school for the first time this year. They were D2 last year. Uh, Northwestern beat Providence by nine. I don't care. If that was at home, I don't care if it's on the road. I don't care if it's in a, in Antarctica. You should not lose to Northwestern. It's just I agree. I no- totally should shave his head for that one. Like, oh like just my for the loss. god! Also, oh, man, also oh. just for the looks. Oh, oh. Get out of the table! Get Leave the table! You are Get no longer welcome. That is foul. That is so. <laughs> but on a more serious note, I mean, love it or hate it, this is. November college basketball. Yeah. Teams teams will lose to teams that you would have bet your life savings on that they would win. And, like, just, yeah, random teams will come out of nowhere. I'm not saying Northwestern is a random team because they are in uh, Luke's Conference of Champions, the Big Ten. But, <laughs> but, I mean, just stuff like this will happen. I mean, it's really, like, we're here to report it to you, but we can't overreact too much. 
So, for those of you keeping track, they the Gavit tip-off games after Wednesday night are, are now tied 3-3. Three to three. And then Thursday night was a big night for the Big Ten, I got to say. Michigan Michigan State beating Seton Hall. Uh, I believe that was on the road, correct? That yes. was at, at Seton Hall. Yeah, that was that was a big win. Nonetheless, Miles Powell showed out. Uh, credit where credit is due. He is an absolute stud. He showed some grit out there. Yep. Uh, a lot of you may have thought he wasn't playing due to Alex's false premises and fake news. Um, According but, to Alex, Miles Paul was out for three weeks to a month, and when Wesley had the audacity to say it wasn't an important injury, Alex felt the need to just correct him. So, Alex, just he admit that you were wrong. Just he admit was not it. 100%. If he was, I'd, of course. I think Seen Hall would have won the game. Miles, that actually okay. is a valid opinion. He I, had a chance at the end to win the game for him, exactly. and he went in and he got stripped. He had no stripped. more legs. He wasn't 100%. He had no more legs. That's a conditioning he's issue. He's doing all he That's can. That's a conditioning he, issue when yeah, he has if an he's ankle tired. injury? No. And he was a game-time decision to begin with, Luke? Miles Powell was so gassed. That dude was sweating everything. buckets out there. Yeah, well, being gassed does not have to do with your ankle. That has to do with <laughs> Oh, it absolutely can't. What? You're not allowed to... Because his ankle hurts, I assume he was not practicing for... What five days? But the adrenaline game? is pumping. You don't you don't remember your ankle in a game like that. I mean, you, come on. You are you are you are completely it's, forgetting the pain in yes, that moment. But it subconsciously is affecting him. Your mind doesn't remember it, but your body sure does. It reacts differently. What this? We're really getting off on a tangent here. Point is, Miles Powell absolutely showed out that game, but Cassius was the real star. Man, and Gus Johnson announcing this game just made it one million times better. This was an exceptional game. I hope we see more games like this. Second best especially, announcer, especially after Bill Walton, baby. Especially before conference play. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, just Cassius Winston came up big, big three, uh, big drive. Uh, he did he, he did he did a lot of big things and then Penn State beat Georgetown by 15 which is a big one as well. I feel like Alex definitely had something bad about that game. Let me just note uh make a note Malik Malik Hall of MSU coming off the bench 7 for 7 from the floor 3 of 3 from 3 17 points. Great. Well they need some State. they need somebody coming off the bench. I mean they're yeah, missing uh, like big big moments. Adams Apple Matt McQuaid this year so <laughs> <laughs> he's not there anymore and he contributed a lot for them. Man, does anybody remember McQuaid's crazy layup last year? Where he threw it like behind his back. Okay. Do you guys not know what I know I'm what talking, talking about? about? Charlie, it was, it was right in the middle of the lane. <laughs> yeah, it was. He the... brought the ball like like between his legs and like kind of like just chucked it, it off him. the backboard and it went in. Like, yeah, it was, against, it was a against. Was it in the turn? I think it, it was, I think in, the it was in the Big Ten. Tournament. The Big Ten tournament. Yeah, it was a big game. But yes, I do remember that made me have permanent respect on his name. All I'm saying. And the Penn State game was big too. Not not just because they beat Georgetown by 15, which is a big win, but. Also because they did it without their two prime two like primary players having an amazing game. I mean Lamar Stevens went four for thirteen and had fourteen points. Mike Watkins didn't play bad, but he only had eight points. I mean that's and the rest of Penn State's team just stepped up. So and Mac Mac McClung also had a terrible game for Georgetown. One for seven and only two points. I so. think Georgetown is the most overrated team in the big east. I mean, I personally think Patrick Ewing is just a bad coach. In general, I mean, he's got talent to work with. He's got two great young guards in the backcourt, and he just can't do anything. Yeah, with I it. mean, he definitely, I definitely don't doubt that he has the recruits. It's mm-hmm. not hard to recruit to Georgetown with their history and being Pat Ewing True. saying, True. "I'm an NBA, I'm a former NBA superstar, and I'm going to coach you." It's like Penny Hardaway so, with I mean, Memphis. Yep. So yeah, but he doesn't cheat former, as much. So, so many of these former players try their hand at coaching, and they bring in some top recruits, and they fail to get it done. So then that last day, the Gavit tip-off games ended Big Ten 5, Big East 3.
Luke is now just in party mode. <laughs> I, I, I gotta, I gotta say, I am a pretty happy guy after this week. I mean, although although Iowa lost, you know, gotta in re- embarrassing gotta re- fashion. Rep the conference. Count as two losses for the Big Ten. That was terrible. Rep the conference. I mean, at least Iowa could schedule a Big East team instead of whoever the heck Wisconsin played. Who'd they play again? McNeese. McNeese, McNeese State. All right, get out of here. No, no more out of you. A win's a win. A win's a win. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But like, come on, playing the Gavit tip-off games. Don't now. We say that Wisconsin played nobody in McNeese State. You know who else played nobody? That's right, Kentucky. Number one. <laughs> Number one in the AP poll. Kentucky went up against the blue blood powerhouse that is Evansville University. <laughs> uh, Charlie, when, Charlie, when was the, the last? Purple Aces. The Purple Aces. When was the last time they made the tournament, Charlie? I believe it was 1999, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, where were they supposed to finish in their conference this year? That would be eighth in the Missouri Valley Conference, which is a mid-major conference, Luke. Mm. That doesn't sound like a <laughs> loss for Kentucky. The Purple Aces. Imagine. Kentucky ended up losing to them by three with a score of 67 to 64. This is... Now, I just talked about how or not we don't want to overreact. But this, this is, is bad. This, this is, is bad. UMBC-esque. This is bad. This, this could cost Kentucky a one seed. This could make them a two seed, potentially. Mm, Down the stretch. It depends. It depends if what they they're do. Looking, if they're looking and it's close... Yeah. And they're in two, it could in, definitely like, two competitive conferences. Problems. Like, let's look. Let's say it's Kentucky versus Duke. Duke played in the ACC, Kentucky in the SEC, both strong conferences. Maybe Kentucky had some strong wins. Maybe they won their tournament and Duke got out in the semifinal. But if you look to this loss, you might be convinced otherwise that Duke could get a one seed over Kentucky. Maybe. Potentially. Yes. If, if, Duke, if Duke handles their business. But the thing is that Evansville is literally terrible. And they didn't have a good game. They shot, like, what, 35% from the field, like 30% mm-hmm. from range. Nothing crazy. You would never expect a team with, like, this low caliber to have like just a mediocre game and beat a number one blue button. Now, like, their that's... offense may have been mediocre, but I got to shout it out to their defense. Their defense, how Kentucky do? 64. 64. And what? From <clears throat> they shoot probably 37%. 37? Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm well, saying. Okay, but what pretty... does that show? That shows that they had a lot of steals and they didn't let Kentucky get but off the that many good It's shots. not even that. Evansville had two steals to Kentucky, six. Were Kentucky they just rebounding? 13, From what I no, saw, they were playing decent defense. I only saw the last five minutes. Yes, yeah, rebounds were about the same, 38 to Evansville to 35 for just Kentucky. A crazy game. And 14 turnovers for the Aces and 13 for Kentucky. So, like, Kentucky, was they were pretty much neck and neck on every stat. You would think that the team with mm-hmm. probably five times more good recruits would win that game. It's, I would also like, crazy. Yeah, I would also like to call out Coach Cal. Poorly coached game. Not starting Tyrese Maxey. Are you Bruh. kidding me? Man, <laughs> just, just think about it. If, if he started Tyrese, I'm just saying, maybe they get out on a better note. Maybe they get out running faster and they run Evansville out of the gym early. But the fact that Evansville was kept in it for that first 10 minutes gave them hope. And I think that that gave them a lot of confidence. And once they got that confidence, they just kept going. I mean, the guard play from Ashton Evanston. From Evanston. Terrible. Yeah, from Evanston, Evanston though. Not or Evansville, good. I'm sorry. Like I mentioned in the previous podcast, I am not a believer of Kentucky's backcourt besides Tyrese Maxey. I don't think what? Emmanuel Quickly or Ashton Haggins are very good. Ashton Haggins did not play well. Ashton Haggins has been, yeah. been just bad this season. There's no other way to put it. He shot what? He was expected for, to take a huge leap this floor? year, and he has not done so. In fact, he's three done the points and four turnovers for Ashton Haggins. That's that's unacceptable. Yeah, big blue, big sad. I mean, Evansville, <laughs> Evansville definitely had great guard. They had the better guard play that game. I mean, they had a guard 
that started. KJ Riley, who dropped 18. And then they had one come off their bench. Some guy with the last name Cunliffe. And <laughs> how you let a guy named Cunliffe drop 17 <laughs> yeah. points on you? There's a how does that happen? How does that happen? <laughs> you know what? Honestly, just shout it out to Evansville. Like, that's a you went up against much. the number one team in the nation. And you were projected to finish eighth in your mid-major conference that has not really been all that ever since Wichita State left. And you those and I's guys, been down. And you and I's those, been down. Those like, boys will remember that win for the rest of the their lives. The rest of the season honestly doesn't live, matter. For live them. it up. That was their one. Doesn't game. matter. Help their March Madness. You know, help their recruiting. Shout out for to sure. their coach, a former Kentucky player. Yes, that's yeah, that was very interesting. That's big. Yeah, and and that definitely puts Evansville on the map. So, so it does. I even got an email from them about college. Don't care though. You're not gonna. They're, okay. they're definitely right. gonna use that win yeah. to just leverage everything exactly. school related. Exactly. As they and should. They deserve it, yes. Maybe they'll start selling some sweatshirts at Sean buying the UMBC. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> big big time you know what? I'm just gonna refrain. Big time hype beast, but that's that's all I gotta say about Dude that. Dude says I'm gonna refrain. Proceed to just not <laughs> hold back at all. It's, it's like when you say no offense, you know something offensive is coming. Yep. Uh in other big news, uh number fourteen, Oregon. Beats number fifteen Memphis. Man, I know Charlie, I number, number, thir- break, number thirteen yeah. Memphis, and I know Charlie got some opinions about Oregon. He can. Yeah, so Memphis did have James Wiseman, not Penny Wiseman, James Wiseman. <laughs> oh my god! In that game, <laughs> and he didn't play well. He, he did. He did well. not play well. If you look at the stat sheet, but if you actually watch this he game, did. He, did. he had some plays out there that were just pure dominance. Yeah, there were maybe three players athlete. in all of college buckets that could make the plays he did, he's a freak and athlete. so he really helped Memphis. But this just this could not overcome. An Oregon team that will make a lot of noise this March. I mean, Peyton Pritchard himself did not even have that good of a game, but he just always stays so calm under pressure. He knows what to do with the ball, and he hit big threes when necessary. And once again, Anthony Mathis, player to look out for, sharpshooter from beyond the arc. He will help Oregon. I'm a, I'm a huge believer in Oregon this better, year as well as last year. Better shooter, better shooter McMahon from Louisville or uh, Mathis from Oregon. I gotta stick with Oregon. I'm gonna. Oh come on! Listen, come on, dude. I That's just a wrong opinion. If Oregon still had Bobo, think about. <laughs> think about if they still had Kenny Wooten. Kenny Wooten too. Oh my! Wait, without those two, I, I was they wondering who's gonna step up. There, yes, I was wondering who's gonna step up, and it appears that Shakur. Uh, Justin, I think that's how you say yeah, his name. Steps he, up. He played good. He had a, he had <laughs> a double he had a double double that game. Thirty five minutes, seventeen points, ten rebounds. Just Memphis never really had the edge in that game. Like. Props to Oregon. They always felt like, at least in, from my eyes, possibly biased eyes, it felt like that they always had control of that entire game. Dana Altman, uh, he brought in a good recruiting class. Um, that Shakur Justin, I don't know how you pronounce his yeah. last yeah, name. Justin. He is a freshman, and they, I think he recruited well. This I mean, year. They got is, guys coming off the bench that are freshmen. Yeah, their team is mostly freshmen. I mean, aside from PP, who's a senior, their team is a bunch of freshmen and a few transfers. And so they have veteran experience in PP, but there's a lot of freshmen who can ball. And this might be the last game you see James Wiseman yes. play in this season because Memphis has officially said, yeah, well, we'll sit him. And James Wiseman has respected the decision. And But I'm just saying if James Wiseman didn't play that game, it would have been a rout. James Wiseman had a double-double. His presence was felt. I mean, he, just his he shot well for the field. Momentum swings. Yeah, I agree. Can I shout out a 
just maybe one of the worst travels I've ever seen. Oh my god! <laughs> James oh my Wiseman god. jumping Jump. straight up into the air, comes down with the ball. It was Wii Sports. It was. It was Wii Sports Resort. Wii, Wii Sports, Sports Resort. It's a Wii Sports Resort when you go up for the shot and you know your ass about to get blocked, and you just come down with the ball just to avoid the humiliation. <laughs> that was him. Uh, in other news. Auburn just squeaked out another win. Yeah. Man, they have not been that impressive. I mean, I thought Davidson really should have beat them, but Auburn. Davidson. I thought that was. I don't know if we're gonna get to it, but Davidson lost as well. I don't they think Davidson's too. as good as people think. Um, we can look it up after this segment, of course. But. Yeah. Man, but that that's. I don't think Auburn should be in the top twenty-five after this week. I've been a lot they of. They lost players. a lot of guys. Team who they only have in. Purefoy and Okoro. Uh, you're it. forgetting Marquette. <laughs> Marquette, Marquette. Marquette, if they beat Madison, which we will once again get to later, should absolutely be in the top 25. Most likely. Purdue was... Most likely. They, 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 let's say... Let's they beat say they beat Madison. That would be Purdue and Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay, but please tell me that St. Mary's is out. Please. St. Mary's. Please tell Boy, me Boy, they lost to... Luke, who'd they lose to? Winthrop. They yep. lost to Winthrop. The but they do have that one with <laughs> West. That's true. That is a big fact. They better be up. They better. Winthrop. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that is just an embarrassing loss. I, I'd say that's kind of and I I don't you like like to use transit property much, but it's a I testament mean, to how that, bad the badgers that's are. That's embarrassing for Wisconsin. <laughs> I mean, now they could still make a statement win this weekend, which we'll get to later, but you know. Going back to Davidson, they're now 0-2. They lost to Auburn by 10 in the first week of college hoops, and then they they absolutely got ran out of the gym by Charlotte. Bro, that's down, what I'm saying. Like, Charlotte. They Davidson were down had a lot by of hype. 17 in the first half, ended up losing by 13. Frankly, this game wasn't even close. I mean, Davidson got a lot of preseason hype, and they're, they're mid-major hype. There's not that many mid-major teams that are hype preseason, and so people kind of feel obliged to believe the hype. I'm sorry, I am off the Davidson hype right now. You know who really, else? Really, Charlotte. Come on, I think we can do better than that. You know who else got a lot of preseason hype? Who? And is silently like, or is quietly just impressing me. Louisville. I'm telling you, I don't think that they're going to be that good. Oh, this Louisville's a no hype. Number four in a five team. Must I add that no, the I'm one saying person they had a lot voted, of hype, the one voter, it. the one voter who voted for Louisville to be the number one team in the nation, probably was Luke. May have may have away. known something because everybody else voted for Kentucky, and then they just got ran at by Evansville. Yeah, I mean. Louisville's just been absolutely whooping they've ass all, they've in also mid-major played, like, teams. Indiana State and like young. Indiana State is better than Evansville. Larry Bird, I do baby. not care. The Sikkim, I'll take the Sik- Sycamores over the Purple Aces any day, even in a mascot matchup. Like a Purple Ace. <laughs> uh, like, come on now. They have not played anybody yet. We'll see when the real test. Comes. I can't get over that Davidson loss. Charlotte. 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 Anybody know anybody who's went to Charlotte? I couldn't name anybody. Any sport. Nothing. Another very underrated game this week. Uh, VCU took care of business against number 23 LSU. VCU was dropped from the rankings, so they were playing with a chip on their shoulder. They got dropped from the rankings after winning, must we add. Yeah. They still haven't lost this year. I'd say. That's terrible. VCU's got to be ranked. They'll be back in. They'll be back in. VCU's got to be ranked. They'll be ranked. They'll be ranked. They just beat a ranked team and they haven't lost yet this year. They'll be back in. Marcus Evans, when he's healthy, VCU's a very good team. I've always hated that when you win. Even if it's to a bad team by just a little bit, you still win. I hate how people drop. I don't like that. This is this is West. This is Wesley's Wisconsin football salt from last year, or the year before. Uh, but just just so you guys know where that comes from, 
I still it's think also a valid take that I have as well. I don't. I a win's a win. A win is a win unless it's like a really unconvincing win. So if yeah, Kentucky I mean, North pulled, Texas, so, is probably not good. But so let me so. throw out a scenario. Let's say Kentucky the wins. North in, Texas mean green. <laughs> let's say Kentucky wins in double overtime against Evansville by like two points. Do they yes. stay number one? No, unless it's like atrocious. Yeah, they if would, VCU's they was not as one. atrocious. Yes, do you VCU, say they do? They, I would say they, no. They I would say they dropped the two or three, but they, VCU does not go from ranked to unranked based on that game. I don't think it is. So it's not a double standard, is what you're saying. What's the right? difference? What do you mean? I mean, they'll, they'll why drop. should VCU drop out, or why should they stay and Kentucky not stay? Because we're Kentucky talking about the number one spot. No, the number unranked. one spot, the no, best team in college basketball, supposedly. The best team in college basketball beating Evanston in double overtime by two is the Evansville. Evansville. Evanston's worst nor is worse. They still drop. They should drop a few spots, but they're not going to drop much because they still won. I don't know. I think both teams. should VCU is a worse hey, team. At the end of the day, VCU proved their worth by beating ranked Kentucky LSU. did not. Kentucky did and not. Kentucky did not. So what do you so, know? What, I guess Wesley would have been right. I don't know. I mean, you look at the stat line of this VCU game. It was a great game. LSU, all five of their starters in double figures, led by Skylar Mays, returning uh, guard, had twenty three. Charlie, did anybody see that the guys that dressed up as FBI officials behind the LSU bench and held money up to um, what's LSU's <coughs> coach's name? Wade, some Wade. Bill Wade. Will Wade. They, Will there are these yeah, three yeah, guys yeah. dressed as FBI agents, and they held money up, <laughs> and they were standing right behind Will Wade like this. That is a uh, reference to when the he FBI was. investigated Will Wade's recruiting tactics for paying players. Um, I don't think he was proven guilty, but that He's was bad, hilarious. So well, now, those it's three, pe- now it's Penny Hardaway's turn. Those so. are three grown-ass men that said, yeah, let's fucking do this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, games to look forward to this weekend for you guys to put on your radar. Um, Friday, uh, at least this on our radar. Tonight. Just, tonight. 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 Uh, at least one on our radar. Radar. Gardner. No. Web- <laughs> no. Yes. Gardner, yes. Absolutely. Gardner Webb on the road at number six, North Carolina. We are Gardner Webb enthusiasts. If Gardner Webb loses by 40 or less, I think it's a good day. I think it's a good day. What? The line is yeah. UNC by 25 and a half. So I'd say if they so lose by 25 or less. Just slam the under then. Got to play. <laughs> if you guys are betting in Vegas, Gardner-Webb will come out and lose by less than 25. Just saying. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't think so. There's... And another game to watch tonight, which I think will be an ups- upset. Number eight, Gonzaga on the road at Texas A&M. No. That's a test for them. That's a test for them. I'm just saying, first test of the season. I they they will lose to Texas A&M tonight, and then on the on the next episode, I, I will. No, I will. Mark I will you. cheer. Zags by thirty. Yes, there we <laughs> go. There we Zags go. By thirty, baby. Zags by thirty. There's, it almost happened in the tournament. I called that. Yep. I think it was like twenty-eight or something. So it was damn near on the spot. Well, I am just an anti-Gonzaga. And I don't I like know, it. And, and I hate it. Reason, I just hate it. And you're just wrong. It. Yeah, you're wrong. You're just wrong. They're always good. They have a great coach, top five, and they just always perform. They Even do. during the regular season. They'll mm, lose, what, two or three games? Top five coaches a stretch. Mark Few? All right, let's think about them. Let's think. We got Coach K. Coach, coach K. K. Izzo, Jay Wright. Izzo, Jay Wright. Top Roy Williams. Uh, nah. Yeah. Eight, maybe he's like, yeah, yeah no, I think Bennett is. I would put Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. He's not a top five coach. Tony Bennett? No, I'm not. I'm sure no, I, I, I say Tony Bennett. I'm saying Gonzaga's coach. Mark Few, fine. What, top seven or eight? He's so a top ten coach. Obviously. He's a great coach. He's a great coach. Uh, and then. Bayheim. Big games to watch tomorrow. Saturday, November 16th. 
I'm just saying, number 20, Washington, haven't, or they're playing against Tennessee. That could be another big one. I like one. That, 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 that has ups and I have to say, I have to say, I like I like what the... Yes, you tend those. I like what the West <laughs> Coast teams are doing, both in the Pac-12 and the WCC. Pac-12 coming, is surprising. Coming over, this year. coming over and playing good teams in the in the uh, in pre-conference play. I just like to say I'm impressed with what they're doing. They haven't done that the past few years, so I just got to give props. Got to give credit where credit's due. Actually, does have like a few good players returning, like Bowden and Lamonte Turner, like two guards returning. I mean, it could they, be something. Yeah. Uh, DePaul, we were talking about them earlier. They are four zero. They are. Uh, they're not ranked, but upset Rank alert. I Rank them. I think Cornell goes into DePaul and, and knocks them off. You're an that idiot. just seems like an You're inherently an wrong take. Um, <laughs> Cornell? Are you kidding me? Cornell, man. Andy Bernard Andy does Bernard. not go there anymore. So, no. Yeah, I, I would Don't agree sleep. with that. Uh, DePaul I'm, by 40. I'll be, oh, I'll be Everyone's winning by 40 this weekend. I'll be, so I will be interpret that soundly. as well. You know who not to sleep on this weekend? Who? We got Pac-12 hoops. Oh, my nine, favorite. 9 o'clock, Saturday night. I'm just saying, my oh team, my San Diego Toreros on the road, will knock off Colorado. San Diego, the San Diego Toreros lost already, Luke. They're yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm just saying they're on the road at number 25 Colorado, and they're going to they're gonna knock them off. Who's, who's the Wait, San Diego Toreros Once again, once again, I... I yeah, go look up who they lost. UC Irvine and Long Beach State. UC Irvine. They is, beat UC Irvine? They lost UC Irvine. UC Irvine but they were up big. Team. I'm just saying this. This has upset. They lost Long Beach Fre- State. They lost Long Beach State. So they have two losses on the year, and you're calling on their your team. Okay, ride or die. <laughs> ride or die. <laughs> Another ride or die. Um, unranked Big East matchup. Charlie's one of his favorite teams. I know. Wofford taking on Butler oh, this week. I love Wofford last year, but without Mike Young, I'm sorry to say, Wofford, there's not much to be <laughs> happy about there. Fletch kind of let him. Yeah, Man. Fletcher McGee. Sunday's a big day. I'll talk about the ranked matchups first, and then we can get to the biggest Marquee game of the week. Matchup. Marquee matchup. So, shout out Matt O'Donnell. New Mexico State on Sunday heads on the road to number 19, Arizona. Could be a potential upset there because New Mexico State... New Mexico State is good. They, they do know they always win how to play buckets. That, that is correct, yeah. Walk-on basketball player, Matt O'Donnell. <laughs> yeah, Matt's trying to walk on. Uh, he's trying to walk on for Marquette's high school golf team this year, so. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Sick burn. Uh, and then another game, 15 Florida, Kerry Blackshear heading on the road to UConn. Man, I, lo- I love Kerry Blackshear this year, but it would be it's so nice, nice to see UConn Florida, good again. Florida looks bad. Florida's yeah, not they, they only beat Towson by six the other they, night. Yeah, they, yeah. That's. And they got, what were they they got preseason by Florida State. They were ranked number six preseason. Yeah, I'm sorry. Man. They seem like a team that could just drop and drop and drop. They could be all unranked year soon. Long. They yeah. If they, lose, if they lose to UConn, more. absolutely. Rank Evansville. That. UConn is so bad. <laughs> they, they this is not women's basketball. Let's, let's, yep, UConn, let's yeah, they're so bad. In three three years, this is not Shabazz Napier year. Come on, three years, UConn will be good. I would just like to see UConn good again. That's all I'm saying. I would too. That's all I'm saying. It's good for college buckets. It is. Just not not female college buckets. They need to get bad. Yep. They're, they're but we don't talk about that. Yes, we are a men's college <laughs> buckets podcast. Strictly. We'll and then, Alex, would you like to introduce our big game on Sunday? We'll move to the marquee matchup. Uh, myself and Charlie, I know we'll be attending this game at the Kohl Center in Madison. Marquette taking on Wisconsin in state rivalry. I think we should go around the table. Predictions. Sure. Yeah. Who wins? We'll start with Wesley. 
I got Wisconsin. I'm a Wisconsin fan. I mean, I think it's going to be a really good game. It's going to probably come down to can Wisconsin's defense hold Marquette's offense. Wisconsin's a defensive team. If it's if it's a shootout, they're done. They are not a shootout team. I don't think Wisconsin's got to keep them low. Nate Reavers is about the only consistent Nate offensive Reavers, option. If he comes in the paint, he's going to get sent right back. Yeah, by Theo. <laughs> he, is, he, is, he started as a skinny boy. I think he's up to probably 240 or something now. He's, he's gained a little weight, but he, it's not much. It's not much. He is a tiny. He's a stick. But they don't really have any offensive options. We'll see how it goes. I think if their defense plays well, they got a good chance. This game has just honestly been really hard for me to even look at. Like, I have no idea who's going to win. Number one, everyone at this table either likes the Badgers or hates the Badgers, or in Alex's case, just loves Marquette. I also hate the Badgers. Yeah, facts. He's yeah, a two-way player he's here. A, he's a two-way I, player. I, I, I root for Marquette in the Big East. That's um, my, I, I dude, is it my East. turn or your turn? Oh, yeah, yeah it's, it's my turn. turn. Um, or, or you could just be me and just not give a rip about the Badgers or Marquette. Lame. And looking for that's, a good game. I, I, I'm it's looking for such a good game. I, I would have to say that Marquette's going to win, I, but I do think the Badgers will keep it closer than some people think because I know Marquette's riding a little bit of a high after beating Purdue. That being said... I don't even know who I'm going to be cheering for. I will go to the game, and I will have a great time, and I will be in the stands, and there's going to – once the game starts, I know that there's – like I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, this is the team I want to win. I do not know yet. Call me lame. Call me whatever you want, but I'm going to enjoy the hell out of this game. Wesley, I'm sorry, but I don't give a rat's ass that if Wisconsin plays good defense, they're not going to win this ballgame. Here, let me throw some stuff out to you. Their leading scorer right now with 16 points per game is Brad Davison. <laughs> <laughs> that should that's never not, happen. Brad Davison. Brad Davison's the meme of this. Podcast. And then, Brad and then is not good. And then let I me give you another that. universal fact: Brevin Pritzel's gonna go one for nine on threes. He's also he was a four star. Yeah, he's terrible. School. And he is he's living up to yeah, about how about, half star. How about, <laughs> how about Kobe King? Kobe King, maybe a one star. I'll give him a one star. He's injured, I think. I uh, I don't know. He's not that bad of a player. He he's not showing out this year. But I feel like. If he hits a stride, Wisconsin will be good because they need some guards. They need good guard play, consistent yeah. guard play. They have not a consistent They're guard so play boring to watch. since, like, Josh Gosser and Ben Bruss and Bronson Koenig. That's the last time they've had a Ben Bruss now play. works for Bronson Big Ten Network. Bronson so. was a great guy. I love Bronson Oh, my Bronson God. Bronson Koenig was – He was, he was insane. He made clutch shots, and he was – he just did everything. But I would, and he carried the badge. I would also like to say – Wisconsin's defense getting is getting all hype, but Marquette's defense has yep, actually been better. exactly yeah. 54 – Point, the average points they give up is 54. Badgers is 60. Give me Marquette. Mar- Marquette, points. Marquette by 12. I mean, honestly, when you look at it, I think it's going to come down to guard play. Demetric Trice, Brad Davison, Kobe McEwen, Marcus Howard. I mean, I think Marquette's got this one in the bag. For reasons Luke already said, their defense is much improved from previous years. As Marquette used to be a, ah, let's see. If we can score 100 points, I mean, if we don't score... They were a shootout team. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what we were. And we'll see if Wojciechowski can get the job done. Not a huge Wojo fan, but hopefully he can outcoach out Greg Gard. Which yep. is not that tough. And not tough. <laughs> that, that'll be an easy task. Just, can you all play? And I would just like to add one game. And I will now create the hashtag, hashtag meme team when I'm talking about Nebraska. They, they're they at home again. How does this team just get three home games in a row, not even in a neutral location? How do they get that? <laughs> they're supposedly at, like, a against, team. against all mid-major schools. South Dakota State is 3-1. Yep. Nebraska is six-and-a-half-point favorites. 
South Dakota State will go in and they will yep. beat them. Give me SDSU. Yep, SDSU all day. <laughs> Rip the Dominator. And ho- Man, and hopefully, hopefully guy. our guy Alu Dillon steps up and gets some big buckets. Or maybe it's, or maybe not some big buckets. Maybe they're blowing them out by the second half. I don't know. You know, we'll we'll see. But anything else to add, anybody? I don't think so. All right. Once again, stay tuned to our Instagram account. We might be coming at you with some predictions this week. Oh, yes. I would like to introduce a new feature we will have on our Instagram account. We will be making super dog picks. How frequently? That is undecided yet. TBD, as those in the media would say. And then we are going to make lock picks, and we will keep you posted on standings. And we will allow you to vote on the games and vote uh, whose picks are the best. Yeah. So basically, if you want to win a whole bunch of money on sports betting, follow our account. Seems pretty simple to me. Anyways, until next time, this, this is Made in March. Mm-hmm.